Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Mike Santomasimo, he is the CFO of Wells Fargo. And Mike, I want to start on net interest income because the takeaway from all the banks that reported today is that we saw peak NII in 2023, and Wells is now projecting a 9% slide for net interest income for 2024. What happens next? I mean, after that 9% drop-off, does it plateau there? Do you see the trajectory going down? What, what's going to drive it? Yeah, well, first, thanks uh, Thanks for having me. You know, when, when you look at net interest income, you know, it, what, what's playing out is exactly what has been, you know, projected now for the last couple quarters. You know, we've seen net interest income come down a couple quarters in a row, and so you're annualizing and coming into 2024 at a lower level than you did, you know, just a couple quarters ago. You know, some of that is the rate expectations, and as, as you all just pointed out, you know, the, the market is now projecting some, some rating decreases as we go through the year. You've got muted loan growth in, uh, in most uh, parts of uh, the portfolio, with the exception maybe being credit card. Uh, you've got you know, con- you know, a little bit more of a decline in consumer deposits coming. Uh, and so all of this sort of adds up to you know, a, an, an NAI projection that could be potentially 7 to 9% down. Uh, we gave a range today as, as part of our call. But it's, but it's very much what uh, we've all been expecting to happen as we go into, uh, uh, into this year. I want to pick up on what you said about muted loan growth because uh, in the earnings call you mentioned that muted loan growth at the start of the year, but a bit of a pickup later on in 2024. What kinds of businesses do you expect to be the main drivers for that pickup? Yeah, well, when you look at what's been happening now, you know, probably for the last six, nine months, is that many commercial customers have been very, you know, very conservative or very, uh, very much thought, being thoughtful about how much inventory they build, how many investments they make, as, as you still had, you know, rates, you know, staying pretty high and a bit of an uncertain economic picture. So as, as you get more clarity there, we think over the next six or nine months, you'll start to see more of that uncertainty lift. You'll see a little bit more investment. You'll see a little bit more demand for credit. On the commercial side, you'll also see you know some continuation of the card growth, credit card growth that we've seen now for the you know year plus, um, and then you know everything else we'll kind of see how it how it plays out. But I think those are going to be the drivers as we look. And so the first half of the year we still expect it to be pretty muted. Hopefully it'll start to pick up as we get later uh, later in the year. Mike, let's talk about expenses and headcount here because looking backward, uh, your compensation expectations uh, expenses rather came in ahead of expectations, and looking forward. Uh, Wells Fargo looking to shave off another $1 billion in expenses this year. Is reducing headcount part of that conversation? Well, you know what you saw in the in the quarter, uh, we booked some uh, severance charges that you know that uh, go you know continue some of the efficiency work that we started you know a few years ago, and so that's embedded in our run rate. But when you look at what we what we disclosed, we, we expect to have just under about three billion dollars of efficiency impact come through in 2024, offset by you know normal merit increases and investments we're ma- we're making to some degree. But we're but that efficiency story that we've had is very much part of it, and, and I think. 
you've seen our head, come, head count come down now consistently uh, for a while, and I think you'll see a little bit more of that as we go through the uh, rest of the work that we've been doing, we'll be doing over the next few years on, on efficiency. Okay, so a little bit more there. Let's also talk about private credit because uh, last year you announced a private credit, par private credit partnership. It's been a long week with Centerbridge. How is that going so far, and what's the Wells Fargo view on private credit at this point? Yeah, well, the, the you know we're really happy with the the you know the way that partnership is starting to progress, but it's just getting started. Uh, you know, it's just becoming operational around now, uh, and so we have a you know some pipeline of, of deals, and but but it'll take some time to ramp up. But we're pleased with the partnership that we've got with uh, with Centerbridge so far. You know, when you think more broadly, many of the private clutter plate. Private. I'm having the same problem here having <laughs> private credit, but like having private credit players are big clients of ours already. Uh, you know, in our investment bank, um, and so we work with them quite a bit. Uh, you know, day to day. And then when you just think more broadly, you know, I think you know many of the many of the loans or the assets that are going into those funds today are not something that a bank like us would want necessarily on our balance sheet. And so finding creative ways to partner with people like Centerbridge is is one of the ways in which we'll we'll continue to be able to offer our clients. Uh, you know, uh, you know, avail that, the availability of those types of, uh, you know, products. Thank you for explaining that. I, I want to go big picture here, Mike, um, and talk a little bit about what Wells sees uh, for the broader economy ahead based on your position, your role as a lender and consultant to so many different kinds of companies. With all the talk about the U.S. economy achieving a soft landing and expectations of rate cuts later this year and so on, what is your high-level view on U.S. companies and businesses right now? Well, you know, I think it's clear, you know, many consumers and many commercial clients are, are in really good shape. Um, uh, you know, when you look in, at the aggregate numbers across both of the different, you know, types of customers, you know, people still have a lot of liquidity. You know, the credit performance has been strong, even though you've, you've, you've seen delinquencies and charge-offs increase off of the historic lows. Um, now, that's not to say on the consumer side, there are a, po a population of folks that are more stressed, you know, folks that are, you know, have lower income or wealth levels, you know, the cumulative impact of inflation is definitely causing some stress for them. Uh, that's not a big part of our portfolio, but you should expect to see that kind of play out over over the next year or so. On the commercial side, again, we're seeing we're seeing you know good performance across most sectors, most clients, um, and and I think that sets us up well as we go into the year. Mm -hmm. Now, most economists now are projecting kind of this soft landing. Our own economists came out with their updated forecast today, and, and are also now projecting that. But I do think, and we're, you know, I do think you have to be prepared for other scenarios. We're hopeful that that's the scenario that will play out, but there's still a lot of uncertainty and risks that are out there that could could cause it to deviate from that base case. And so, you know, we're thinking about all those different kinds of scenarios. But right now, it's it's looking, you know, the consumer and the, and the commercial customers are set up pretty well. All right, Mike, really appreciate your joining us today. Mike Manto, uh, Santo Massimo, the Wells Fargo CFO, joining us uh, on the day of Wells Fargo's fourth quarter results. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.